Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hey, everybody. This is kind of a fun thing. So those of you who have tuned in before, you've seen that I like to interview people who are really actively creating this new world that we are already in and that we're moving into. And each of us are sort of moving into that on our own speed and transitioning into it. And so today I'm actually interviewing my neighbor (laughs) and we have kind of an interesting story. We met and then we became neighbors within just like a week of us meeting, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. And um, we have a lot of really interesting things in common, but what I really love, by the way, this is D-Mike. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) And what I really love is that D-Mike is one of those people who is, I mean, just so in alignment with the things that I want to share with people and you're doing it and I, I watch you in action. So I really Mm. wanted to get you on the podcast and make sure that you could share your story with us. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really uncanny, the alignment (laughs) you got going on here. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've really appreciated your stuff and I'm uh, I'm I'm really thrilled to, to be on your show. Yeah, and it's also funny to be sitting here talking and then also have to look forward. So we're gonna do our best. <laughs> Those of you who are just listening to the podcast, we're also recording this video, it'll be on YouTube. But let's get down to it. Let's do it. So what do you create? Tell us all about it and mm. just kind of give like a, an overview of what it is that your passion is and what, what you're doing right now. And then we'll, we'll get into your story. Cause you have a really amazing fan, like, I don't know, just kind of out there story, mm. you yeah, know? It's pretty crazy. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Um, yeah. I appreciate that. What I'm about, um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you might be a multidimensional human. Maybe, maybe something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, don't put me in a box. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I think the things that I'm just really passionate about based on just certain experiences that I've had and research that I've done and then implemented in, into my life and tested is just um, that of, of unity. Mm-hmm. You know, so so my main project is is Game of Unity. I'm mm-hmm. all about expression, having fun, and people from vastly different backgrounds and thought processes and belief systems um, coming together. The more diverse, the more variety that you can have mm-hmm. of people coming together to create solutions, then the more profound mm-hmm. those solutions are going to be. And I think that that is exactly what we need right now, mm-hmm. um, where where we are on this planet um, as a species, as a culture. Um, where we're going and what we're doing. We need profound solutions, something different from what we've been doing before. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I believe strongly in the power of people to, to come together and to adapt and, and, and to create what we want to create. Mm, I love that. Okay, nice encapsulation. Mm. So let's dive into the pieces of it. Sure. So you said that you have something called Game of Unity. Yes. And I love that title. (laughs) I love that title. Something that I like to say a lot is that we are in a game. 
Mm. you know so let's play it and when i saw that you do something called game of unity i was super intrigued this was before we met in person Mm -hmm. and um so tell me about game of unity yeah game of unity um i'm glad you like the title yeah (laughs) um that's just it's it just brings in a lot of the things that i feel like are very important to me and are useful have a lot of utility Mm. in creating this new earth and what we're doing Um, I believe that it's all about unity. Right now, there's a lot of things that are divisive, a lot of topics that are are divisive. And we notice that um, people that disagree aren't able to to even communicate. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we feel like if somebody feels or thinks differently from us, then we need to hurt them or or push them down or anything like that. And I feel like the exact opposite is is the Mm. truth, is the truth, is the the way that we are going to be the most um, cohesive and the most abundant. Um, and and it's finding these these mutual beneficial relationships that I really think is the key to mm-hmm. to moving forward as a planet mm-hmm. and, um, and and as humanity mm-hmm. and um, and then the game part of it um, it's it's just the same thing I think that we are we're struggling we're mm-hmm. we're trying to find these solutions and it's it's tough problem and solving we're problem solving and it's hard and we're having to we're having to tolerate people that are mm. are different from us. And I think that that's um, that's the opposite of how we should look at it. It's it's much better whenever I think that this should be fun. Everything, yes. everything that we're doing should be fun. Whenever we connect with somebody who's completely different from us, I mean that kind of understanding and realization connection is is blissful. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's a form of bliss. Mm. And so I think that it should be fun. And so that's what the, where the title "Game of Unity" comes from. And so. Just from my experience, I had uh, at one point I had found myself in in Compton, living in the streets of Compton, California. Yeah. Okay. So you dive know, into so. your awakening okay. story because yeah, that's something. Sure. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah, no, you. no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> and also, feel free to like. I know we're talking. Right. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we're in this vibe right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, your awakening story. What you know, I love to hear what happened. Yes. So. Um, I always say that I feel like I have been beckoned since for always. I've always yeah. seen numbers, always seen number patterns, um, and and things like that. But uh, but I always just put it out of my mind. I was like, no, I'm an athlete. Like mm. uh, it's not cool to think about those kind of things. Um, and then in certain situations, it is actually dangerous to to be emp- to be empathetic to mm. to show certain levels of compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, for instance, whenever I was in Compton. Um, so I'd always kind of pushed it out, uh, to the side, like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay attention to that, that source. That's something that's mm. pulling me towards something greater. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cause it felt vulnerable. It felt vulnerable and, um, and just living so fully in, in the, in society. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, there's no way that that's true. It's like, nope, you, you do good in school, you get a job, you, you know, you, you mm-hmm. follow that path. And mm-hmm. so anything outside of that was, was like, I, I wouldn't allow myself to even go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then, so yeah, finding myself in, in the streets of Compton, California, I think what happened was I just got to a point where it was like, what else do I have to lose? Mm. And I find that is a, that's a common theme for me. It's like, I, I can, mm. I can make huge shifts, but a lot of times I have to get all the way down to the bottom, yeah. make sure I experience all of the, <laughs> all of the grime. A very Scorpio. That. So yeah. very Scorpio. I know yeah, we're both so Scorpios. That's mm, another little so, parallel yeah, we have. Yeah. It's one of the minor yeah. ones. That <laughs> <laughs> that's very encapsulating though. Mm-hmm. I feel like that really 
leads to a lot of our personality I think so. that's in common yeah i love scorpios yeah i yeah. know me too because we're the best i mean obviously <laughs> clearly <laughs> So anyway, I don't want to get you off yeah. track. So you you kind of hit this rock bottom point. I got to a point where it was like, um, you know what? Maybe it is crazy to, to believe all of these things and this and this little voice that's that's saying these strange things to me. Um, but what else do I have to lose? Yeah. Like I, I have no reputation right now mm. to lose. I have no um physical assets to mm. lose like i don't i was i was alone it wasn't like i had a whole bunch of people around me so i was just like you know what i'm gonna dive into this and i'm going to and i'm gonna open up mm. and i think that's what happened was whenever i decided to open up and and my heart just opened and when that happened i really feel like whenever you reach out to the universe um goddess whatever you want to whatever mm. you want to call it then, then she reaches back down to you. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I just like allowed that little space for my heart to open. That tiny space that that's, tiny oh man, crack. it's like a, such a dangerous, tiny Ooh. little space. You open the door just that much and it's like, boom, mm. there it is. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I know, it was probably like, oh, I gotta put that back yeah, in. Yeah. You know? I was like, well, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> uh, no, but of course it was the most so beautiful, beautiful yeah. Um, profound experience um, and beginning to to the 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 path that I'm on right now, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I think just opening up and then following the synchronicities, following um, you know, starting my my mindfulness practices, mm -hmm. chanting, meditating, all those kinds of things, all the people, places, and things and experiences that I needed to progress to the next thing and and to stay on my path and my purpose of why I came down here, all came mm. in to my life, just flooded in. And so from a very short amount of time, um, having that little bit of courage to follow my path and those synchronicities um, and my true path, which I, which I knew deep within me was my true path. Um, I moved from the streets of Compton to, you know, the mansions of the, the suburbs in, in, uh, in Overland Park, Kansas, yeah. <laughs> in a very short amount of time. Mm. And so I think being a, being in those vastly different cultures in such a short amount of time, I was interacting with people from both. And so mm. I saw the power of people putting aside their fear mm -hmm. and and getting past that initial uh, twinge of, of, of fear that you have whenever you you see somebody that Encounter might be you encounter different. Some, something different, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever you just get that little bit and it, it, maybe it was maybe it was facilitated by the fact that I, I was able to, to bridge that gap. Yeah. Um, but seeing people from those vastly different cultures and upbringings come together mm. and, and, and create together. Mm. And it was just like, you're, it, it was like the person over here, the solution to their problem, they weren't able to think of it because they'd never had an experience anywhere near what this person had. Uh. And some person B would get together and then they'd be like, it would make, that person think about things completely differently mm. and then they'd be like wow this thing that i've been trying to figure out forever for years now all i had to do was talk to somebody differently that mm -hmm. you know was different from me and it was right there in front of mm. in front of your face mm -hmm. and so i just want to apply that to everything and just realizing mm. that that kind of unity and since you know as within so without mm. so realizing that the internal the uh, calming that internal struggle mm -hmm. first, and then having that energy seep out into society and create mm -hmm. societal bliss mm -hmm. really is is what is going to help us to to create the new earth exactly mm -hmm. how we want to. 
Mm, I love that. Mm. I know. And I'm just like, question, question, question. <laughs> so, sure. but my, my curiosity, there was something that you said about, um, that feeling of connecting with someone who's so different, who gives that little twinge of worry, you said that that's a blissful feeling. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. Like where did, how did you come to that realization or that understanding that that feels blissful? Yeah. It's that connection. I think making that connection. And so whenever I first moved to Compton, <laughs> oh man, I was like, I was inside, I was locking doors, windows. I was like, not talking to anybody. I was like, this is weird. This is crazy. And mm -hmm. it really kept me, it, it, I had a bunch of walls out, walls up. And yeah, I just think I, again, I got to a point where I was like, this is not how I'm supposed to be living. This isn't mm -hmm. how, how people, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? It could mm -hmm. be worse than this. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out mm -hmm. and I'm going to smile at people. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to, uh, you know, see what happens. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so. Because most people are really like, I mean, even in, you know, even in just other big cities, everybody's kind of doing this thing and smiling can be an invitation for something that doesn't feel good and all sorts of things. So yeah, that, that level of bravery is. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I what else? That. What do well, I have well, to lose? Well, yeah, so. exactly. I mean, that's really what it was. It was that's what it took yeah. to get to that level of bravery. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I think that people are they're they're on their phones or looking down. They're mm. not. But especially in Compton, where it can actually be dangerous to your physical safety right. to show that express that kind of emotion. Yeah. Um, because you you know there's reputations, there's mm. certain things that you have to upkeep. Um, and so I, you know, I was like, I was like, whatever, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do it. And so whenever I went out with that attitude, like I'm just going to smile at somebody, like, oh, this person looks like they might be sketchy. I don't know, mm. but whatever I said that I'm gonna do it. So I'd find those few seconds of courage, and I would, and I would just smile and say, hey, or or, or just you know, make a just mm -hmm. be nice with them. And yes, I think that there is an a lot of times there is an initial shock. Mm -hmm. Because there was like, what? What is this? Like, what? It, you know, like, why are you? You know, right. like, a little skeptical. Like, what do you need? What are you doing? <laughs> what why do you are you smiling me? at me? Like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. But then I think whenever they were able to ease into it and realize that I, I, I had no agenda, then it, seeing the scowl on their face mm. melt into this returned smile a lot of times i mean sometimes it would just be like a you know like a blank you know right. stare and you could see the <laughs> what is turning. happening yes exactly <laughs> and in those moments i know that i planted a seed yeah right yeah um but then yes those moments whenever you you gave that person permission mm -hmm. to to smile and go yeah. to their natural state which I, I feel like is always behind that scowl, mm -hmm. right? And so, yes, I think it's a very blissful thing to connect to somebody in that way, mm. um, to, to acknowledge the connection that's already there. To let down the barriers. Let down the walls and, and to let that connection happen. Yes, that's, to me, that's one of the most blissful things. I love connecting with people and, mm. I, and I love just realizing how, um, how awesome it is to, to, to really foster and, and cultivate the, these connections that we have. Mm -hmm. That's where our power is. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I also just want to share with people after hanging out with you in public. And this <laughs> is something that as soon as we, you know, we went to the park the other day and something that I've noticed about D Mike is that we'll just be, you know, walking around and, um, people are so magnetized to you because you do have that, that open heart, but there's something in your energy that also is, is, um, 
it's magnetic and it's, it's open and it's, I mean, little kids were looking mm-hmm. at you and wanting to talk to you. And I just remember, you know, walking past somebody who engaged with you at such a level that I really thought you two knew each other. Mm. And I said, did you know that guy? You know, because he just really wanted to talk <laughs> to D Mike, like in a brief, we're just walking the opposite direction, just this brief moment of connection. Mm. And it was so, it was palpable how much, you know, with these different interactions, people really wanted to engage with you mm. and talk with you. Thank you. Yeah. And so what, what that showed me was that you really do have this, basically you're practicing what you preach, you mm. know what I mean? And people mm. are, people are drawn to that. And, and it is a blissful thing to have that energetic namaste with people, that mm. moment of, I see a friend, you know, I'd yes. really like to find out more about this person. I'd really like to engage. So yeah. I thought that yeah. was cool. Well, yeah. I, first of all, I appreciate you, you recognizing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is, it, it's something that um, is, is conscious. I think that there's, yeah. um, <clears throat> like I said, I, I love connecting with people in that way. And as far as like empaths, yeah, I really feel like that is the, the, part of our power that is underutilized really like we feel everything you know we can bring it all in and and we know that i feel like we we suffer from it a lot you know Mm. as we try to figure out how to figure out what's ours and what to do with and how to deal with things um but once we once we master it then we can turn it into a superpower yeah but i also believe that the 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 opposite polar uh polarity of that power is true as well Mm. that we can affect the mood in the room Mm. and I think that that is what I really love doing is just showing up and and it's just like yes my heart is just going to be so open and and I'm just going and I want to genuinely connect with people Mm -hmm. and and I think people can feel that I I think people can 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 see that that um that you know we can feel each other's energy and Mm -hmm. whenever I walk in and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spread this energy to everyone. I'm gonna feel really good in my body, yeah. and then every single person is gonna, like, I'm just gonna shine and just feel it, just yeah. sh- going out, emanating out to people. Yeah, and I think, and, and people pick up on it. Yeah, and yes, I love that's my favorite compliment to get. Yes, is, uh, I love your energy. I yeah. love your energy. You have great energy. Mm. Um, you know that that's my favorite compliment to get. Yeah, and 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 I do think um, <clears throat> you, you notice uh, you said something about. I practice what I preach. Yeah. And I every day I'm always trying to get closer and closer to being more authentic. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I've studied um you know living in jungle communities with you know sex positive people and all this. Yeah. <clears throat> um there's something about energy and yeah. and it's like there are there is stuff that we can see and I, and I what that's one thing that I'm starting to see is that um that where that energy comes from is having that um, having being being impeccable with your word, mm-hmm. uh, having your your thoughts, actions, and deeds all line up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like you said, practicing what you preach, mm-hmm. so that you're not presenting one thing and then living another thing. Because we're all so we're all opening up to that ability or truth of ourselves that we're all empathic. Mm -hmm. And so we're all starting to feel each other 
And yeah, we can feel the dissonance within ourselves and oh, with yeah. other people, which, yeah. you know, it's just something that we're all collectively working toward because mm-hmm. it is something that, um, yeah, we all have to work on. It's not always easy to be fully in alignment. And so what are some of the practices for you um, or like, how do you yourself come into alignment and then how do you help other people? Cause I know you do coaching, right? So how, how does this whole alignment thing work for you? How yeah. does that, you know, our energy and what we're saying, sorry for that noise mm. there, <laughs> our energy and what we're saying and what we're presenting to the world. How do we get that level of honesty? Yeah. So a lot of what we're talking about in the, in the practices and procedures, mindsets um, that, that helped me to, to get this alignment. And I do it with myself and I do it with the people that I, that I coach with. And that's in the, the unity principles, which, mm. um, which I keep on, on my website, gameofunity.com. Okay, cool. And Go so, look um, it up. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and <clears throat> I think that it all starts with, uh, like I was talking about before, it's all starts from inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all starts from from gaining this inspiration that we all we all have access to, and it starts with just having that self love mm-hmm. and that self trust. Because whenever we can have that, and I mean, I had a teacher one time that said to, to learn to trust yourself even when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like once we have that that level of trust, then we can start understanding that it doesn't matter what anybody else says to us or what anybody else thinks about us. Mm -hmm. We start to realize that um, I'm acting on my own behalf and based on intrinsic motivation. And I understand that no matter what I do, somebody is going to be upset about it. So you start to just develop this trust with yourself. Mm -hmm. And then so you can act um, exactly in accordance with how you feel you need to act in that moment. And then you can trust yourself to know that you've done the right thing. And um, you can use everything all your experiences as just learning yeah. just learning about that and whenever you're able to trust yourself like that and just be like hey you know what I'm, I'm gonna take the next step I'm gonna always just move forward I'm gonna I'm gonna trust myself so much and then I'm gonna move forward and you start to realize that the best thing that you can do for anybody else is to do what's best for you yeah and trust that <laughs> that inner knowledge mm-hmm. and you start to and then once you start to see the evidence happen mm-hmm. I think that's what it what what the evidence. It, once you start to see the evidence and you're like oh shoot if I can do that then what else can I do yes and so the process that I that I take uh, myself through and that I work with with clients is what I, I call the HTTH, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is here, there, tiny habits. Okay. So it's like you get, first of all, we get annoyingly familiar with what is truly going on for you yeah. right now and what's happening for you. Well acquainted with all right. of it. So acquainted and get honest with yourself, like yes. all the lies that you're telling yourself and everywhere you're deceiving yourself. And I just want to point out too, this is another walk that we were doing when we were first still getting to, I mean, we're still getting to know each other, but we were on a walk. And I said, I asked the question to you about something that you were experiencing and you just came out with the most honest answer. You were like, oh, it's because I'm not doing this. And I was like, did you just fully call yourself out like without without any uh, filter on that? And mm. so, yeah, once again, I just want to kind of say you're living it. Like, I think that's really beautiful. I, so. I appreciate that. Yeah. And and that, and and that's it, too. It's yeah. it's being able to to be honest with yourself right where you are and mm-hmm. love yourself for being right yeah. exactly there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm deficient in this. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome. I, I, I found that out about myself. Yeah. And looking at it more like awesome. Now I get to do work on that. And then 
I get to look at how my life is going to unfold more beautifully because I've made that change mm-hmm. within myself. And so I think that that's what helps you to, or that's what helps me to be, to, to be able to just to shift that and not have shame around things. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I can know myself better mm. by this and, and that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, it's attractive too. I think that mm-hmm. that's, you know, it's like, oh, cool. Wow. You can, you can do that. Like, thank you. I feel more <clears throat> relaxed and, you know, don't right. all of you, when you have that friend who's just like, you can really be honest with them and you can really be yourself and just be a human. Like that really is a really nice thing to have. It's a nice thing to, to be able to resonate with. So yeah, I know you hold that space too. Mm -hmm. It's not just about being honest with ourselves when other people encounter us, then they're able to also have that level of vulnerability. So yeah, you you give permission and, and and it's just so much more freeing to to be authentic like that. Like you don't have to remember who I'm supposed to be in this moment and what I tell to this person and that or whatever. It's like, Mm. I'm in the presence of somebody that's just so authentic. So I can do that too. And I'm able to just live straight from my authenticity. And I, and I think that there's, there's so much power in being able to actually understand where you are and what's going on for you mm-hmm. right now in this moment mm-hmm. without any of the delusions. Yeah. Like you get really clear about that. Yeah. So that's the H, yes. the first H. And then the T that is uh, there. And that's getting really clear on where you want to be. Mm. Like, here's where we are. What do you want to to, to do? Where, where do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. And this is, it's really important that this is about... <clears throat> where you want to be, not where your teacher, Influence. brother, uh, wife, children, preacher, you know, anybody else wants you to unconscious be. Unconscious programming. Unconscious programming. <laughs> you know, your four-year-old crybaby self that's yeah. been traumatized. And, yeah, you know, yeah. We don't heal that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um, but yes, it's re- getting really clear about what is alive for you and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And and I and I'm really uh, good about helping people to bust down these delusions about you know they think oh well no but but I need to be here for my parents yeah. and all of this kind of stuff. But it's like well we can get some per- perspective that we can understand that the best thing that you can do for your parents is to do what's best yeah. for yourself. And we get really clear with with where we want where we mm. want to be. Yeah. And then the the t- the next th is is tiny habits. Yeah. So I feel like what we, we're always, we want to make these gra- grand, huge, sweeping changes in our lives, which right. is great. I think it's, it's great whenever we want to do that. But a lot of times we get intimidated by it or we, and we read all of these books and we do all of these, you know, tactics and, and gain and all of freeze. this knowledge. And then, yeah, and then we just don't do anything. We yeah. don't take any action. And so the tiny habits is really about, it's about creating momentum by just forming a habit. And it's a tiny habit, like the smallest unit of improvement that you can get from mm-hmm. that there uh, to, from that here to that there. Mm-hmm. Like the smallest thing that you can, like the, like a comically small, tiny thing. I'm like, give me an example. I want to hear this. I want to hear an example. So sure. like if I wanted to change, uh, you know, if, if say I wanted to be, I don't know, a unicorn, I, <laughs> I can't think of anything. So like, what's a small change that sure. I could make? Yeah. So and you don't have to use that example. Okay. It's just literally yeah. the only thing I can think of. <laughs> well, I will be a unicorn. You will be. Yes. You don't need to do anything as far as that. You're already on your way. Okay. Like, come on. You I'm just, already here. Let's do you. Okay. All right. You're going to get there. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, I don't know. I have no examples. My brain isn't working. I'm just here. I'm present. Yeah. Well, good. That's first up. Um, so, so, so one example that I, that I use often is it's like, so, 
so people talk about, um, well, I want to work out. Right. Mm, okay. And so, and so, look at um, that good example. <laughs> well, it's like I do this for a living or something, you know. So huh, weird. It's like I'm pulling from actual cases Experience. here or something, you know. Weird. So am I actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I do. Everyone who comes to me wants to be a unicorn, and I'm like already there. Well, steps one through four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm derailing. Yeah. No. So well, I got it. My yeah. Yeah. Job. <laughs> Um, okay. So, so a tiny habit, you want to work out. Yeah. Right. And so this is where, um, the stories comes in where we really, mm. we really, re really work with perspectives and, and stories because mm -hmm. that's where th these are very powerful trying to figure out what the story is you're telling about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's what we would uncover during like the mm -hmm. here session. It's like yeah. one of the things that you would uncover is, um, working out is hard. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, so then, well, what do you do? What does working out mean to you? Like, mm. what is that? Well, I've got to find a membership and then I've got to go and go to some tour and then I've got to fight traffic to get to this mm -hmm. place. And then I've got to have some guy hassle me to yeah, get up to, you know, exhausting. all of these I'm things. I'm just hearing so, it like, so, yeah, I don't want to work like, out. No, I don't want to work out either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that either. But, um, but I, I work out every other day and mm -hmm. I haven't been to a gym in years. Right. You know, working out to me is I get up and I stretch and I do my push-ups, crunches, things that I don't need anything else for. Right. And, um, and then, and, and so that's what working out means to me. So yeah. it's like just deconstructing that story a little bit. Yeah. And so maybe one of the one tiny habit that you could do is, um, is, is get out of bed and do, and, and do one push-up. Mm. you know, or do, do one crunch. Oh my God. Who here is going to start doing you know? like one push up after this? I love it. I'm, yes. I'm going to. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is to make it something easy, make it yeah. something tiny so that you can create a habit. It's not about yeah. the quantity or quality of what you're doing at that time. One yeah. setup is not going that you're not going to get eight pack abs from doing one right. setup. But if you do one sit up, that's easy. You yeah. can do one sit up and then the next day do one sit up. And yeah. then the next day do one sit up. Yeah. yeah. And then the next, and then so you think somewhere in there, you're probably gonna do two sit-ups. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're probably gonna do three. Yeah. And then so you can you can work on increasing as you, but that's but, but none of that is the point. Thing the only thing is required. Main is the one. thing that you is that tiny is step. that tiny habit is yeah. just creating the habit, making it a habit. So where you mm. just get up automatically and you just do one sit up just autom yeah. automatically, you know, right. and you're just doing it. And then that habit is created. Then you have a, a structure and a framework with which to work so that you can now, you can expand it, you can move it, you can do it how you want to, but you have something in place. And before you know it, you'll notice the the profound results of moving from mm -hmm. from the here that you've described to the there yeah and you're winning the whole time you're just not feeling like it, oh i didn't do 20 minutes of whatever exactly yeah exactly like that. creating the the winning mindset yeah. yeah yeah okay so with all of that like talk about the the steps that you're taking oh did you finish the t h h yeah here they're tiny okay. habits Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So with all of that talk about the details of what you do when you work with people, I want to hear what your big vision is. What is your, mm. what's your big vision? And like, don't hold back because I know yeah. that sometimes as practitioners, we have this vision that makes sense to other people mm -hmm. that we say. Yeah. But like, what's the big, what's the, what's your heart vision? Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to tell me not to hold, hold back, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, 
that to me this is part of the there it's like i want to find it's like you find out where you want to go and it's not like where you practically want to go mm. it's like what you what you want to create where what do you want to what are you here on this earth for mm. and so yeah my big vision is it, it came in a in a vision or or a feeling um whatever you want to call it um a premonition whatever and it is the the eventuality of the game of unity and and why this came to me and i i envisioned the i, I probably shared this with you with you before but um i envisioned this this scene where this it's this people that they interact with each other in a completely different way mm -hmm. and they see strangers uh strangers future friends i like to yes, call them yeah. <laughs> um in a completely different way mm -hmm. and rather than walking out on the street and be like oh how can i protect myself from these people it's like look at how many potential friends and people that I have to, that can benefit me and that are looking out for me in this certain way. Mm -hmm. And so that vision is this woman comes out of her 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 house holding mm -hmm. her baby and there's like this commotion, this exciting thing happening down the street. And there's these strangers walking to her. There's people that she's never met before. And she's like, oh, I've got to get there really quick. So she just hands her baby to this stranger yeah. and runs out and, and goes and does what she needs to do over mm -hmm. this. You know, it's just this quick scene that, that flashed in my head but to me, it represents the possibility of what we can achieve as as humanity and as a society. Whenever we make this tiny shift, like all of these things in these and and the the dishevelment and the and the rioting and 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 all of the you know the partisanship and all the stuff that's going on um, in our society, um, it seems like a like like a far cry. Yeah. But my my vision is that I know that it's just a tiny shift. It's a mm. tiny shift that we have to realize that the other person is wanting the same thing that we are. Mm. We walk into it the, with these walls knowing that the other person has these walls up. And so if we make this tiny shift that of realizing that this person actually has our best interest in mind mm -hmm. and we can truly and honestly have their best in interest in mind that's all we have to do is show up knowing that mm -hmm. and all the walls come down and we can overnight accompanied with this this shift in consciousness that's obviously that's obviously aiding us right now yeah 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 it's i mean happening. you know it's happening like look at the conversations <laughs> all that we're of having, the systems you know, everywhere. are everywhere are falling apart exactly yep. so aided with that very tiny shifts can can help us to to relate to one another in a in a completely different way that could completely just throw everything on its head mm -hmm. and i mean so many things would be would are going to be solved mm -hmm. when we're working together and we realize that we're working together mm -hmm. we're working with an abundance mindset and we're not mm -hmm. realizing that we're, we're realizing that we're not fighting for pieces of this finite pie right. but we're working together to, to create infinity yeah right and whenever mm -hmm. we work from that mindset then i mean our imagination is the limit yeah and even and even not that yeah. You know, things that we can't even imagine are possible yeah. and will be possible to us in a world that we're starting to create right now, this Absolutely. new world. Um, and when we do it through the unity principles, um, through uh, through um, just wild, uh, crazy compassion, mm. um, through through this this um, just unbounded empathy that we feel trying to come through us that we we keep inside us because of fear of of of, of being ridiculed or, or not being received and not wanting to be vulnerable and and whenever we can get through to the other side 
you know, the, the, the key to our, our dreams lies in the cave that we're afraid to enter, right? Mm. It's like once we can just have those few seconds of courage and go in that cave, then we realize that this, the whole world shifts mm. and, and it's possible and, uh, and, it's, and it can happen in the blink of an eye. It can happen in our lifetime. We can, live this, we can be living this life tomorrow if we, yeah. if we wanted to. It's just coming together and yeah. making that little, that little shift in our, in our, in our thought process. Absolutely. And I, I love all of that. And also not waiting for other people to make that shift because each of us live it once we individually make that shift. Right. It already exists. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it already that's exists. That's, that's the thing. It's waiting for us. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're like waiting for this thing to change. Just and it's like, hey man, bridge. we're just waiting for you. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, we already here. We're already you here. Know? It's like, welcome, welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to reach as many people I can with a with the game of unity so that we're treating ourselves with the most compassion and, yeah. and bliss and beauty that we can and, and have that spill out into the entire world so that we're all treating each other that way as well. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna pretend like you are everybody's coach because I kind of feel like that's what's, <laughs> that's the truth and Ooh. so to put you on the spot all right and what we'll do is we'll just have a moment of pause so you can let the inspiration come in but I'd love for you to offer uh, an assignment to everyone who's listening mm. all right mm. and so what we'll do while that download is coming what the assignment is for everybody um, everybody just take a moment of pause and feel into that space of What would it be like to live in this world where we all trust each other so much because we're really coming from that place of authenticity within ourselves, where we trust ourselves so much and where we're experiencing these brilliant moments with each other in every every exchange? All right. Yeah. Touch D Mike. What's your assignment uh, for everybody? Yes. I think something that would be really beneficial, of course, um, whenever we work with people, we always like to tailor it to exactly what's going on, but there are some things that I feel like we can speak to on a on a broad uh with a broad strokes. And I would like everybody to just get really, really honest with yourself. Mm. And go to those places that feel icky. Mm. Like go to the push, push your boundaries and go to that place where you, you feel like is always, you know, that this is an alignment, but maybe not, mm. you know, it's like you're right there at the edges and, and, and challenge yourself to see where your fears lie mm. and then see where you would like to be with that. What, your, what would you would like your relationship to be with that fear? And then pick out a tiny habit. Think about something now that you're really you're really honest with where you are and then get really honest with where you want to be and then pick out a tiny habit. What's the smallest, most ridiculous thing that you could do that's going to push yourself out of your comfort zone towards something that you've never had before that you mm. want and do that tiniest little thing mm. and, and, and make it ha- make it make it a habit. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I think would, would cause some some profound shifts mm. for a homework assignment. I love it. Mm. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. 
So thank you for being here. How can people get in touch with you if they want to just hear about the game of unity, if they want to experience working with you, or if they're just like, I knew friend, I've got to talk to this person. So how can they contact you? Sure. Awesome. And definitely do that. Yeah. 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 Feel called, reach out. Yes. <laughs> Future friends. Definitely. Um, yes. Reach out uh, gameofunity.com and you can join the game there. And then all my social media stuff is at D Mike Reed, yeah. R E E D. Um, reach out to me on Facebook, reach out to me on Twitter, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for being mm, here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. It's been wonderful. Awesome. All right, loves. Until next time, keep creating. Love you. Thank you so much for listening today to the True Creator Podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for any links to all of the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at allisonholly.com where you can receive your free download, Five Powerful Tools to Develop Your Intuitive Abilities. Take care, and I'll see you in the next episode.